Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is the continuation of Chapter 5 of the story. Today, you will be able to answer the following seven questions. 1. When and how do branches of the tree emerge? What are the branches? And how are their followers created? 2. What is a religious founder? What type of soul is he? 3. What religions are founded by the main ones? What is the significance of their names? What did they all point to? 4. What is the cause of the fall? What cage is everyone in by the end of the Confluence Age? 5. Describe how souls arrive onto the field of action from the soul world. 6. Why are they like orphans? 7. What is the state of authority of the following five areas? The tree and its leaves, religion, science, the people, and the natural elements. The branches of the tree, the world's great religions, emerge. It is at this time when those souls who had been the original deity souls are absorbed in adulterated devotion that the branches of the tree emerge, bringing newness to the tree. The Father explains that there are four main religions and religious scriptures. All of them begin in the Copper Age. Just see how much expansion takes place from this time. There is the Deity Era in the Golden and Silver Ages, 
and this is followed by the arrival of the founders of the world's religions who bring messages as supports for the world. When Abraham, Buddha, Christ and Muhammad come, their dynasties also follow them gradually onto earth from the incorporeal region. Then there are many other paths and sects that emerge as these branches expand and form sub-branches. There's also regard for those religious founders who come later. A religious founder is a righteous soul or Dharamatma. Righteous souls have incarnated in this physical world for a special task. Each one's role is essential and totally necessary. When a religious founder comes to establish a religion, it is a new soul who comes onto the world stage. Abraham is the first religious founder to incarnate and he lays the foundation for Islam, Judaism and Christianity. Following him are Buddha as the founder of Buddhism, Christ establishing the Christian religion and Muhammad the Muslim religion. Shankaracharya is the founder of the Sannyas religion, which follows the path of isolation and renunciation. The name of each religious founder corresponds with his religion. All religious founders come during the Copper and Iron Ages and establish their own religions. So just as you understand God's praise and his task, in the same way you must understand the religious founders, the righteous souls, who came and departed and whose praise is sung. The religious founders pointed to God, saying that the Father says, Remember me. Or they pointed out the importance of good and pure actions. The Father makes all these things clear by explaining them to you now. It is now in your intellect how the variety of religions comes into existence. There is a lot of influence of devotion. It is so beautiful. People spend so much wealth on the paraphernalia of devotion and so many dances, shows and devotional songs are created as part of the rituals and ceremonies. They continue performing many types of devotion for birth after birth. To hold sacrificial fires and perform intense spiritual endeavors to give donations and perform charity 
and to go on pilgrimages are all part of devotion. As the population continues to grow, there are innumerable religions that emerge from the main religions. There are even sub-branches and twigs that emerge from the main branch of each religion. The practice of devotion spreads so much. It spreads like a tree of its own, adding so many different sub-branches and leaves. As a result, there are many, many religions and they are recognized by the different names that are given to them and their diverse ways of devotion. On the path of devotion too, all religions are aware that by performing good actions, they receive good fruit. This is why they perform the good actions of service, making donations, and performing charity. They also understand the law of karma, that for every good action there is good fruit, and for every mistake the result is accordingly. Why did the downfall take place? Body Consciousness Once body consciousness comes, all the other vices also come, and this therefore becomes the condition of the tree. To fight, to quarrel, to be bossy, and to control are all forms of body consciousness. Body consciousness is the cause of all types of discrimination of caste, color, and creed. And discrimination increases more and more to the extent that there is even discrimination based on language. At the end of the Copper Age, the whole world is an island in the middle of the ocean and everyone is in a cage of Ravan, the five vices. These vices cast a shadow over the tree. Fragmentation and conflict in the human world. Even though it is the time of dusk in the life of the tree, new souls continue to come from the home, bringing with them their unique specialities. These souls enjoy their inheritance of peace and happiness and begin their journey through the four stages of life. When souls leave the home and enter the tree, they come as complete beings and join those who are already on the field of action. No matter when they enter the tree, at first souls perform actions in their powerful form 
and remain free from sorrow. The tree has now become very big. Specialities, talents and skills create variety in the different branches and leaves of the tree. The sub-branches have also continued to increase and form twigs of their own. As soon as new branches start and there is a separation, they form themselves into a group with its own unique identity and the group calls itself a family or community. Whereas at the beginning of the tree there is just one trunk, the family of humanity, now there are so many families of branches, sub-branches and twigs. When there are very many families, there is definitely conflict among them. These conflicts start off as small matters, such as fighting over land and water, and each family becomes centered on taking care of the happiness and well-being of its own particular family. Fighting continues over small matters, but ultimately leads to civil wars. There is conflict within the countless branches as well. Each branch has conflict within itself, and no matter how learned scholars are, no one listens to them and their guidance. There are so many different opinions. No one knows the way. Some simply beat their heads and continue to stumble around, holding on to the thought. Surely, God is the one who grants liberation and salvation, and so only He knows the path. However, because of not knowing the Father, of not being connected to the seed of the tree, they have become like orphans. It is now the Iron Age of the tree, and the human world tree extends to all four corners of the earth. The farther the tree extends, the more distant the human world family becomes. Distance creates separation, and the one human family now becomes a fragmented family of different groups. The Erosion of Authority In looking at the iron-aged state of the tree, what is seen? Although every leaf, that is, every human soul, is part of the tree that has become old, the majority of the leaves have some disease on them, due to which the color or form of the leaf has changed. Its beauty has been lost. The authorities holding up the tree seem hollow inside and powerless. 
Although externally they still have their beauty, internally they seem empty. Just as when something is eaten away by termites, it is rotten inside, but externally you can still see its beautiful form. The ruling authority does not have control over a kingdom. Externally, it is called a kingdom. But internally, day and night, there is a lot of pull from all sides. The fire of fear and corruption is burning away. The people seated on the chair of position are constantly surrounded by the evil spirits of insecurity and opposition. The authority of religion is in its external glittering form. Instead of internally being engaged in renunciation, intense remembrance and disinterest, people are playing with the wrong types of power. Instead of having disinterest, they are caught up in conflict. Internally, they are being eaten by the termites of arrogance of the self. The termites are eating away at the authority of religion. That is, they are finishing their righteous power. In the authority of science, misgivings are apparent. Science is showing the splendor of the final time. Seeing this splendor, people think that it is heaven now and that it was hell before. However, all the tall buildings, telephones, electricity, aeroplanes, etc., have been invented in recent years. The scientists are very eager to increase the speed of their inventions. But the more they intensify their speed, the more misgivings they have. And this prevents them from moving at a fast speed. They have finished their preparations and their inventions of destruction are now in the hands of those who are waiting to put them to use. They have refined everything in the material world, but are now finalizing preparations in their internal world with their own conscience. As for the authority of the people, everyone is sitting on the power of worry. They are eating, they're moving along, they're performing actions, but at the same time, they are constantly afraid that at any moment there will be a spark, that is, that a fire will ignite. As though in a dream, it constantly appears in their thoughts that they might be attacked at any moment by either the authority of the government by the authority of some natural calamity or by illness of the body. 
they constantly have such nightmares in their thoughts. By sitting on the power of such worries, they are distressed, peaceless, and experiencing sorrow, unable to see any clear path by which they could save themselves. If they go in one direction, there would be fire. If they go in another direction, there would be water. With tension all around them, they are afraid. And finally, the authority of the natural elements is in complete disorder. In some places, there is too much rain, whereas in other places, there is no rain at all. The storms cause so much damage and they come at odd times. The waves in the ocean are rising to 100 feet. The heat of the sun is so hot, do not even ask. Daily natural calamities are increasing in force and frequency. The earth is old and tired. Do listen next week for the continuation of the seeker's journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.